our Lord Jesus. Everyone that's gathered with us on the internet, we just want to welcome you and wish God's blessing on you. Can we sing Blessed Assurance, Jesus is Mine. Brother, our pastor, Brother Ed Biscoe, is going to be speaking for us this morning, and we're looking forward to that. I believe that God has inspired him. He's going to use him this morning. Amen. Blessed assurance, Jesus is
there. Can we sing Jesus Breaks Every Fetter? <clears throat> Brother Joe Waldner, I'm going to ask you to come and take us to the throne of grace in prayer this morning. We want to continue to remember our brother Tom. And God will provide his need and bring a speedy recovery. And uh, we also just want to remember our brothers and sisters in different parts of the world that are affected by COVID. Churches are not able to gather and uh, because of the restrictions put in place. But we just want to remember them in prayer. So maybe we just sing this together and I'll ask our brother Joe to come. Jesus breaks every fetter. Jesus breaks every fetter. Jesus breaks. Heavenly Father, wonderful Lord Jesus, what grace is this to come before thy holy presence this morning, O God, because you are an awesome God, Father. Lord, you hear and you answer our prayers, O God. How thankful we are, Father, for all the experiences that we have gone through, Lord Jesus. How faithful you've been, O God, for you said surely goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of our life your life and surely it's been the truth to us father that you've been so wonderful oh god so we just come before you this morning once again father we're all asking of you oh god to remember us once again father as we bow our hearts to thee oh god and lift up our hearts to thee and bow our heads father and humility oh god towards the dust from which we were taken oh god and you've You've lifted us up, Father, into heavenly places in Christ Jesus, O God, that we are now the sons of God. We're not just servants. We're not servants. We are sons. And as sons, we come before thee, saying, Abba, Father, our hearts, O God, go out to you, Lord Jesus, Father, in these times of trouble, O God, Father. Lord Jesus and your children are crying out, O God, for deliverance. We have so much, Father, already to be thankful for, for what you have done and for those you have reserved, Father, from these sickness and sorrows that people 
are under at this time, Lord. And we pray for those, O God, that are now afflicted, O Lord, friends, families, loved ones, Lord Jesus. We just remember them all, O God, Father, and those that have gone through a hard time, O God. We pray for Brother Tom also, Lord Jesus, this morning, Lord. You, O God, are so faithful. You're an awesome God. How many times have we seen you come on the scene and with deliverance, Father? You haven't changed. You said, I'm the Lord God, and I change not. If we believe in our heart and we receive and accept the finished work of Calvary, Lord, Healing is in your atonement, Lord God. Our brother needs healing. Our sisters need healing. Oh God, how thankful we are that we can come, Lord, and open our hearts before thee, O God. For you are our God and we are your children, Father. So we ask you, O Heavenly Father, this morning that you will anoint our brother Ed once again, O God. That, O God, you will open the word to him, Father, and bring forth spiritual food and due season, O God. You've prepared our hearts, Father, this morning to receive, Father. Pour down your blessings upon thy people, O God, to this congregation and those who are out listening, O God, that cannot be here, Father. We pray, we pray that you give them a spiritual blessing this morning. Be with them, O God. Lift up their hearts, Father, O God, and may they also look towards you this morning, O God, for a blessing that you send to us this morning, Lord. Bless now the people, O God. Bless the song services, O God, and the rest of the service I ask, and your wonderful and lovely name, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Joe. You can have your seats this morning. And Brother Ray, why don't you come up and have your special this morning? And We're looking forward to it. And uh, just don't uh, forget there's a service this afternoon at the camp down at the chapel at uh, 4 p.m., I believe, 4 p.m. So we're looking forward to that as well. God bless you, Brother Ray. Good morning, friends. I trust you'll be, this song will be a blessing to you this morning, and... Um, it's coming out of a couple of months ago, our family, we experienced a loss and I don't see it as a loss as such, but our expectation for the resurrection morning was enhanced a little bit. So, and uh, the services that we've received in recent weeks, the joy, heavenly places, our future home, we just want to sing this song in in anticipation for that resurrection morning. Amen. And I appreciate Brother Ben for practicing this song. I, I was raised on these good old songs, so I cannot shake them away. And I trust it will be a blessing to you. Amen. God bless you. Inside the eastern gate 
forward to that meeting. Amen. Amen. There's a heavenly host that's awaiting. And I'm sure that if we could look over the banister, they're just cheering us on to keep pressing on, keep holding on, keep on holding on to the promise. Amen. I just think we should sing. There's a light in the window. See the bright light shine. It's just over the horizon. You know how when you're driving along at night and you can see the the light's coming up and it's just over the horizon. There's a glow and we're coming closer and closer. Amen. Amen. We're only willing, we'll sing this and we'll invite our pastor, Brother Bispo, to come and minister unto us. We're looking forward to the word. There's a light in the window. There's a light in the window shining very me. Someone standing at the open door. I can see the crystal river. I know it'll be forever. Lord, I've never been this homesick before. Oh, see the bright light shine. It's just about home time. I can't see.
God bless you. Good to hear you singing. And I'm sure there's many others singing with you. Uh, they're in their homes and they're in their rooms and wherever. And they've been enjoying the word I've heard from several uh, during the last few days. And they really have enjoyed the preaching of the word. With this, I want to thank our brother Tim uh, Dodd and brother Murphy Wong for all of their participation. With brother Murphy's service, he preached on a Wednesday night, I believe it was. And then he spoke on Jesus with dirty feet. And he was, uh, I was quite moved. And the reason for that was I was in a service in Dawson Creek that was not taped. And a brother who had arranged the meeting, I would say that he was, uh, you know, uh, he could arrange things, but uh, somehow he never followed through. But, uh, and he preached Jesus with dirty feet, and sitting right across from me was Brother Brother Langrud, my brother-in-law, and he was weeping like a babe. He was His face was so red, he was weeping so hard, and Brother Branham was weeping while he was preaching, and it was really quite an outstanding service, and Brother Murphy told me that he'd preached that earlier in uh, Jeffersonville and was weeping then also. And it's wonderful when you see that a man of God is so gripped by the word that he's just preaching, preaching his heart out, preaching a reality, preaching something that he knows was happening right then. And so I pray that today God will bless the word to our hearts and give us... uh, We're going to bless the food. (laughs) The food that we're going to receive. Amen. Let's just bow a moment. Heavenly Father, we're so glad we can call you our Father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We pray that you'll bless the food to the people, Father. Bless the spiritual food. We've had, I'm sure, natural food this morning, but the spiritual food, we're asking that you will bless it and break it to the people and distribute it to the individuals as they have need. We're thinking of those that are in hospital, Lord, in Our brother Tom, oh God, that you'll touch him, Father, and give him grace. May there be an abundance of your presence. We pray for every person that is sick, oh God, or afflicted in this life. We pray that you'll bless them in Jesus Christ's name, the all-sufficient one who does all things right. Amen. God bless you. Amen. You may be seated.
I want to speak on uh, a subject that I have not spoken previously. And uh, if you'll just give me your kind attention, I have just before coming to the service, I found some things in the message, the original seed. The spoken word is the original seed. And if you haven't read that message, I think that it would be wise for you to do so. And I'll tell you why. One of the main reasons he says things in there that he said they're very hard to say. Very hard to say. And the fact is, I read it today, years after he spoke it, and I said, I don't think I can say that yet. But he he said there are children, and I'm going to be speaking about that in a, in a few moments. But I'm going to say, you must be born again is the title of the message. You must, no ands, ifs, or buts, you must, capital M-U-S-T, be born again. I think there's one thing that I can say uh, very correctly. We all have experienced the natural birth. We've got a father someplace. We've got a mother someplace. We came here by human seed into human life. And we have been born. We have been born. Of human life. But Jesus said, except ye be born again. You cannot see, or you cannot understand. You cannot see. He said that it is to understand, except you be born again. And so there is another birth. Uh, but even with the natural birth, there is certain things about it that are uh, mysterious to us. And I, I'll, I'll read from John's Gospel, the third chapter, and uh, the first seven verses. John 3, 1 to 7. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler, and I want to stress, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know. And Brother Branham stresses that. We, the Pharisees, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus uh, saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? You see, he goes to the process. 
Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That we all have experienced. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, Yea, ye must be born again. God bless you. You may have your seats. Those of us are those who have children, and uh, because there are perhaps those that have not had children, but you wonder about what are they going to become? What are they going to be? Well, uh, it's always a surprise. <laughs> it's a bit of a surprise because some are intelligent, some are lacking in intelligence, some have tremendous, uh, they can remember. I, I know that I always marvel how uh, Ken Ardeal, he recalls history. History was so boring to me. I remember writing on the, it says, A History of Britain. And I put I-H-A-T-E, History of Britain. <laughs> so that's what I thought about it. But since then, I have given a lot of time to researching different people and uh, and their royalty and their noble people and and I I marvel how that uh, you know it went down from a noble person and into royalty and how those were of the royal house of Habsburg they were not permitted to marry non royalty and I read of. Emperor Franz Joseph, I was very interested in that because my grandparents, unbeknown to me, unbeknown to me, I just found out this last week, that my mother's parents, who my mother passed away when I was young, but her parents and my father's parents, grandparents, came from Galicia, which was, uh, they carried Austrian passports when they arrived in Canada, both of those families. And they handed in and they've got their names in the Austrian passport. And Galicia was a great kingdom at that time. doesn't exist today. And I, I was very keen. I was interested in that. I was trying to find out and I, I found out that this uh, Franz Joseph, who was a very powerful emperor of a very large area of the world at that time. And I'd, I found a very interesting word, holy emperor. And then I found out he was named by the Catholic Church. And that's how they gained, uh, gained such rank and authority in countries. And they insisted 
that one royal person shall marry another royal person, and that way they would claim the whole country. But besides that, if in case you don't know that, and I'm sure that you do, but royal one royal person, they would ro- marry another royal person, and uh, they signed a document. Even I listened to a woman just recently that was a mother, and she signed a document that the children would be raised Catholic because they wanted to claim the whole country as a Catholic country. And and the leader of it was a holy Roman emperor, and he had his control of the whole area. Well, <clears throat> I it, it did me good because I began to think of, I know that I had a natural birth, but who is my father? Who's really my father? And it's meant more to me in the last, I would say in the last year than ever, when I can say, my father, which art in heaven. That's where we came from. And we have his seed. We have life by his seed. That's not just a nice way to put things, but it is the truth. And so that's where I want to... uh, In the message, God perfecting his church, he said, Nicodemus expressed, expressed it for the group of them, for the Pharisees, the whole group. And he says, he said, we, we, the Pharisees, this group, and he's a ruler. He said, we know that you are a teacher come from God. For no man could do these things. And he went to the, he went to the uh, confirmation of his ministry. He went, we know that no man can do these things except God be with him. And we know, we know it, the Pharisees. And then they said, oh, he's a devil. It's amazing. The group said, he's a devil. They tried to black it out after they had received and known that he was the Messiah. But to be popular and to stay in their own church ranks Notice that, and to stay in their own church ranks. They despised him and cast him out and called him a devil. Well, I'll tell you what, friends. I I thank God more all the time that we... Why do we see what we see? Why do we believe what we believe? Not just because we've seen a miracle or two or God has done something for us or uh, healed us or and I speak to all those that are streaming because there's many of our people that are streaming because we're just we're here by because of certain restrictions and uh, we have to come in a certain way I said I've never seen so many stop signs 
as we had in the church and say, exit only. <laughs> so you've noticed that as well. Well, we, we, we do that because the authorities want us to do that and they say that we must do that. Uh, and, uh, and there are some, some groups that, uh, they, they've just said, well, we're not going to do it and, and, uh, they've been shut down. And we don't want that to happen. We want to keep up with the gospel of Jesus Christ and send it out. But I say, we know that this servant was of God. We know that it's a teacher come from God. And so I want to speak a little bit about this subject. Uh, Someone who's a father in the Greek word or the Hebrew word as it as used is one that is brings forth our father has brought forth that's why you're here I, I believe that with all my heart because you're here even under constraints but our father has brought forth children of his own kind. And in the creation, I was thinking of the creation and uh, in this, uh, in the message, the original seed, the spoken word is the original seed. He goes back to Genesis in the very beginning and God said, let there be light. And God said, let the earth bring forth. And it did. And God said, and whether he, I've, I've wondered what language did he speak? Well, we don't know. Was it German? Was it English? Was it Hebrew? Was it Aramaic? We don't know. And we don't know if he spoke a language. We really do not know. But we know one thing, that the Bible is the Word of God. It's called the Word of God, and we believe it is the Word of God, and and that's the spoken word by which we are to be born. I recall, and a person can only speak from experience, but I recall sleeping. Do I recall sleeping? I guess so. I was sleeping, and I recall being picked with a finger on my cheek. And I've told you that here before. And I would open my eyes and say, "Yes, Marilyn, what do you? What is? What do you? What do you want?" And she could hardly speak, but she said, "She's standing there in her nightgown, and she says, I need a pencil and a piece of paper.' And she couldn't pronounce her R's, but she says, "I need a pencil." Notice what she said: "I need a pencil." and a paper because there was something in her and I wasn't I was the father but I wasn't aware of it I didn't know she needed a pencil she didn't say I needed I need a paintbrush but she said I need a pencil and then that developed over the years and over the years last week we just had the gallery from the photographer from the gallery of Vancouver and she was taking some pictures of some paintings and uh, Marilyn did one of 
that you haven't seen yet, and I was going to have it for you this morning, but <clears throat> it didn't work out. But Sister Effie Tate, and she was a weaver of baskets, and she sitting on some rocks, and she's at Nitnat, and you know where that is, Brother Richard. Nitnat, she was, she is a Nitnat, and she, and she was sitting in the service in 1962 in Port Alberni. She had a son whose son had about four seizures a day. They said he cannot live. And he was in his teens at that time. And uh, my wife and I were at Yuklulet a short time ago. And we were talking to a former pastor's wife, Sister Barb Tucci. And so we said to Sister Barb, is, is Sister Tate still living? I, and is her son still living? Oh, yes, she said. He's in the Rainbow Lodge as you go into Port Alberni. So we went and saw him. The next day we saw uh, the, the son, the Tate. What was his name? I just forget his name now. And he said, he said, well, I'm here. I'm just, I just came. I, I just dropped in here actually for a, a day or two. But Brother Branham spoke to him at the end of a service and called him out and said, you'll be free from this, uh, ellipse, uh, Epilepsy. No. Epilepsy. That's right. And I, I said, do you remember that day when you were called out? Oh, yes, he says, I remember it. And he says, and he went right on. He carried on. He said, I haven't had a, I haven't had one, uh, seizure since. And so now I tell you that that is supernatural. And I was sitting on the platform. And I knew Sister Tate, but I didn't know her son. And and here's a prophet of God calls her out. How did he know that he was having epilepsy? How did he know that? That was his father, our father, almighty God, that was illuminating him and spoke to her, and drove that enemy far from him. He just passed away just a short time ago, but he never passed away from epilepsy. He was uh, he was healthy, and he was strong, and he was in the chair, and I took a nice picture of my wife with him at that time. And the Bible tells us, uh, shortly after Jesus said these words, you must be born again. I want you to think about that. You must be born again. And he that was speaking it was the son. And in the beginning, there were two sons. There were K. 
Cain and Abel. And each brought forth what was in them. And and the Bible says that Cain was a tiller of the ground. And a tiller is one that works it and is employed. And he earns. And uh, I tell you what, they have tilled this ground here. They have tilled it and people that are uh, smart people, scholarly people, wise people, they have tilled this ground and, and held people bound as servants. And the Bible says that. And it, it was, it was not they that, uh, maybe they paid a, a minister and the minister spoke to them. But on the other hand, I want you to listen to this very carefully now. He's employed. He's retained. Maybe he has a gift. He could speak. And so that's what caused him to be a tiller of the ground. He tilled the ground because he was paid to do it. And now here comes a prophet and says, well, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a breadbasket for him. He knows that this is the truth. That's why, that's why Nicodemus said, we know that you're a man of God. We know you're a prophet of God. Or we know that you're a teacher come from God because no man could do these things unless God be with him. And God was with him. And that's why he could call out Sister Effie Tate, total stranger, and tell her son was had epilepsy. And what he did. And here he is. And he, even God knew, our father knew, that my wife would stand beside him at 72 years old. And he never had another. I'm giving you part testimony, but, but it's all true. It's absolutely true. That's exactly what happened. And we were anxious to visit him. And we did. We went and we perhaps visited him so I could tell you about it. And there are a, 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 just a limited number of people in the world that know exactly what I'm telling you now. And God bless you that you're able to be here. And you that are streaming, God bless you. Uh, I hope that you will carry this and say, a man that I know spoke these things. A man that I know was in that meeting. A man that I know was on the platform. Amen. And then the Bible says that Jesus went into a garden that he resorted often thither. I want you to think about that. Where does one who created, who made the garden, what do you set a garden for? 
That's where you put seeds. <laughs> and his son, who was from his seed, and and I, I hope you'll have grace to receive what I'm saying just now, but a virgin was sown seed, said the Holy Spirit will overshadow you and you'll bring forth a son. This was the son. And he he was born of a seed. In the beginning, the Bible says, when God created everything, he said, let the earth bring forth. And it did. And then he said, let the trees bring forth. And he said, and the scripture says, whose seed is in itself of his kind. And God himself also brought forth of his kind. But he did not show it right then. But uh, it was, the prophet says, Christ was in Abraham. Christ was in Isaac. Moses, he said, Moses one time, God said to him, step aside and I will destroy these rebellious people. And Moses threw threw himself down in the path of God's wrath and said, if you destroy them, destroy me, take me and let them go. And he says, that was Christ in Moses that caused that, that called that. And friends, that's why we can be here today. That's why we can stream. That's why we can see what we see. It was Christ in a man. Christ in a ministry. Christ in the prophet of God. And it's Christ in you as an individual. That's why he came is because he would have more children and they would identify themselves by believing what he said. And some hear it and say they read the same scripture, but they do not believe every word that he says. Amen. And into this garden. I I called it just before I came here to the pulpit. I call it the sun seed, the seed of the Son of God, whose seed was in himself. And he brought forth Jesus Christ. Who's your father? Who, who has brought you forth? Who has illuminated you? Who has called you to do things that you never dreamed that you would do? You never dreamed that you would be that. And you wouldn't be that if God, Brother Joseph, you prayed this morning. And you spoke. And I thank God for the prayer. God bless you. You couldn't pray that if God hadn't sovereignly touched touched you and illuminated you in the darkness of the colony life. In that darkness, in that bondage, that's why I asked 
our brother to saying, thank God I'm free. Jesus Christ set me free. And I'll never, ever forget, Sister Eileen, when you walked into the doors of the log church down in Cloverdale and tears were streaming down your face and you said, these are not, these are not tears of sorrow. They're tears of joy. I am free. I am free. I thank God. Hallelujah. And he's still the same. He's still the same. Darkness flees. Darkness goes back to where it came from. Amen. And it, and the prophet says it has to congregate together when the light comes. The darkness has to go and congregate together. And they think maybe because if they get together, they'll be stronger. No, no. It's just what I call is a spiritual goulash. Because it was the seed that could say. Where he would say, not my will, but thine be done. The seed said that. And secondly, he said, if it is possible, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, now the seed is speaking. Nevertheless. Not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he went to the cross. Friends, sometimes things are not easy, real easy. Brother Branham says in 1965, he said, I've been here in Tucson for three years. And I haven't had one invitation. But the scripture says, and he was outside of the door. He'd been put out. Just think of that. The door had been shut, and he'd been put out of the... And Jesus himself was standing on the outside, knocking entrance into what they called his church. Might be a church, but it's not his church. His church is his people. His church are people that have been called out. And they're called out of darkness. They're called out of bondage. They're called into eternal life. Amen. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed saying, Oh my father, if it be possible, if it be possible, this is the one that would say nothing is possible, impossible. And yet he says in the garden, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. He didn't want to die. He was a man. But he did die. He was God. Hallelujah. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass and herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. And now, and God had created a garden. Don't forget it. 
in the very initial creation. He created a garden. And in the garden, the one who has a garden puts seeds there. You want certain things. In this human life, we're acquainted with that. And spiritually, God had a garden. And Jesus resorted there thither with his disciples. And he went there. And God's seed said, Not my will, but thine be done. And if it's possible, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me, but not my will, but thine be done. And friends, I think maybe that's where we are coming to. If it's possible, and if it's not possible, uh, the seed within us says, thy will be done, whatever it is. And the earth brought forth grass and herb, yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God saw his son, Jesus Christ. It was God in Christ. And God in Christ. In the sonship, he cried, Not my will, but thine be done. And friends, I'm so glad that he died for us. So, And the purpose of that is so we could bring forth after his kind. Jesus was his kind. All that had seed in itself brought forth of its own kind. However, God did not have one of his own kind. But the prophet of God said in a message, Masterpiece, that he he chipped away at our lives at this uh, shapeless stone as it was. And he brought forth a church. In fact, is he says, she is a bride without spot and without wrinkle. That's what he's going to bring forth. And that's what he is bringing forth. And so don't, don't, don't complain over the chips. Don't complain over the, uh, the shaping of it, of it, because it's the Father that's doing it. <clears throat> Brother Branham said something also that's very interesting. He said, uh, and these are not his words, as humans, we dream. We dream dreams. He said, and he asked several times when he's trying to explain the, the ministry, he said, how many dream dreams? Quite a few. He said, how many don't dream dreams? Well, I've known people uh, who on both sides of the fence said dream dreams and don't dream dreams. And he said, with a prophet, 
he said, the two conscious, they come right together, the subconscious and the conscious come right together, and he doesn't go to sleep to dream his dream. And when Brother Branham was in that one, in, in that uh, 16 millimeter, which was, uh, we, we turned it into a video, but uh, when he, and he says to the lady, he says, and he looks to the other brethren on the platform, he said, is this a patient? Because he doesn't, sometimes he was not aware of is he said in one place, you don't know what it is to go back maybe 20 years or 30 years in a person's life and see them when they're a child, see them when they're young. And, and, and like he said to this one woman, I'm, I'm just saying things that have spoken to me. And he says, and he leans forward, he says, can, can I tell it? And it wasn't anything very private that I thought, but he said, you've had several operations, I think about five operations. He says, and the doctors can't find it. But he said, when you were a young girl, you fell down a well. Do you remember that? Yes. You fell down a well. And it loosened your organs, and they have never been able to find it. Isn't that? I'll tell you what. What would what would you do? I wouldn't be here if she said, "No, that didn't happen. I never fell down a well." She did fall down a well, and she did experience those operations. She had several of the operations, and the doctors could not find it because. It was not f possible. And furthermore, and someone just said it the other day, said, the devil can hide from the doctors, but he can't hide from God. Aren't you glad about that? And even today, today I'm able to say to you, we have a God that can look and find things that even the doctors can't find. Absolutely the truth. Amen. Amen. And you just believe that and receive it. And you'll find that it's absolutely true. So as humans we dream. And as humans some don't dream. And then God allows some to be raised as evangelists or apostles or prophets and teachers and so on. He raises them, and they are that they have a certain ability as as a, even in their youth, but they didn't realize it till the spirit of God came upon them. And she again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of the sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground, and. Uh, 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 the keeper of the sheep is one that goes to pasture, tends a sheep, allows them to graze and feed, and he may be a ruler or a teacher of people as a flock, 
Abel was a keeper of sheep to pasture, to tend, to graze, and to feed. That was the purpose. And Cain, I'm reading the scripture, uh, Genesis 4 and 8 right now. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass, and the prophet of God said, they both offered sacrifices. Cain was a religious man. And how religious. Oh my goodness. And when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. And I wrote in brackets, where did that come from? Where did that come from? God's not a slayer of people. Where did that come from? Whose seed did that come from? And the prophet of God said, you don't join it at all. You're born into the church. I've been with the Branham family this coming April the 6th. I've been in the Branham family 44 years at that time. And they never did ask me to join the family. Why? I was born a Branham. I am a Branham by birth. So what are we? I want to look down this morning and I feel the authorship of Almighty God to say you can call God your father. God is your father. You came from him. His seed was broken. His seed went into Gethsemane and said, not my will, but thine be done. And that's why that body went to the cross. And it was broken and burst open. And the life uh, came from him. And uh, the life, uh, it was an unusual thing. But you may be, you may be here, you may be streaming, you may be listening, you may be saying, there's something more for me. And it might just be another step. It might just be another step that you're taking or you're going to take, and God knows you're going to take it. And God is going to guide, take you by the hand. And God is going to guide you. That is what he promised he would do. He said he will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Never, never. Regardless of the circumstance, regardless of the situation, you might say, oh my goodness, I'm, here I am, I'm a single person, I'm not married, or, or here I have a family, or I have, Children that are teenagers now or whatever, whatever your situation, God knows exactly where you are and exactly what this life calls for. Friends, I'm going to say to you 
with authority. Don't pay any attention to what the devil tries to bring your way or the temptations of life. Don't pay any attention to that because our Father, our Father, He's telling us not to be concerned, not to be overly concerned. He said, uh, the prophet of God said, you don't join it at all. You're born into the church. Can I say that to you? You're born into the church. You're birthed into it by a life, by a life that he's not concerned and is not affected by what... What affects this life? It can be a virus. It can be whatever. It can be financial. It can be whatever it might be. But God is greater. Our Father. I don't want to just say God. But our Father. He's greater. Amen. You don't join at all. He said, I've been with the Branham family this coming, that's where I read the April, April the 6th, 44 years. He's never been asked to join the family. So I don't ask you to join God's family. God's the one that says, there's, there's my son. There's my daughter. Maybe they don't even know it yet, but I'll, I'll just hover over them and, and they'll, they'll become exactly what I want them to be. <laughs> Amen. And that's the way it is. You don't have to join the church. You just belong to it. That's all. You're just born into it. And when you're born of the Spirit of God, you become a son of God and a daughter of God. And without that, you just belong to the church then. But when you're born again, you belong to Christ. And you must be born again. And that's my message. You must be born again. Amen. There's one fundamental doctrine that I believe. That's uh, St. John, the third chapter. Jesus said to Nicodemus, Except a man be born of water and of spirit, he will in no wise enter the kingdom. Brother Benham talks about a man, and uh, this man had jangles of chains hanging on him and crosses, and he had all of these things to identify him as Brother Bram says his titles, it'll take probably two, three pages to write the titles down. Do you know what I do? I try to compare myself, compare the life that is in me with the life. And I, I must say that sometimes I've been too critical. Just said, well... That's the way they want to go. That's the way they want to go. Whatever. But often, often, I don't see that kind of reaction. Uh, Brother Tim, your reaction when you went to Uganda affected me. 
So all those people being baptized or being rebaptized, and I looked at that, and I'm glad you went. I'm glad that you were able to go and see it. But one thing you said when you come back, the dynamics of it had or something had changed, had changed you spiritually. Uh, to accept, not not to accept everything that a person confesses, or not to accept everything that a person says but to accept the birth when you can tell a person's been born again. Their appetite changes. And you begin to realize their their needs are not just I want, I want, I want, uh, but their needs are genuine needs. And uh, you find people at home begin to respond to that. I want to just say, uh, as a backup to what I've been preaching to you, when God said, the prophet said, the spoken word, think about this, the spoken word is the original seed. Now, the reason why he's saying it is because he spoke a message here that's about four hours long. It took about four hours to tell every side of the spoken word is the original seed. Do you know why? I'll tell you from my perspective. is because he knew that he was coming with the spoken word to the people and that spoken word is going to give birth to the people and I'm so glad I can tell you as my friends I can tell you that when he spoke to me on a mountainside I just I I, I thought of it many times afterwards I thought well of course it absolutely fits the scripture. It's perfectly in line with the scripture. This wasn't even a struggle for me. I just thought I didn't even have I didn't have any resistance at all. I just said, Well, of course. Malachi four, of course. Whether they call it Elijah or what they want to call it, I do, that didn't make any difference to me. Some people are caught up with that. But I wasn't caught up with anything special. Of course, it's prophet ministry. Of course it is. And the spoken word is coming. Well, I, I, I thought I had some uh, suggestion as to what the word of God says. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when you hear... I just read something. The reason why I say this is because I just read something this morning, and and I I I have a marker. It's a blue marker here, and I wondered what it was. 
that I in the past had looked at that. And uh, and the paragraph says, who is Ill- Ill- illegitimate? Who is Ill- illegitimate born then? They were illegitimate children professing to be gods. Jesus said, Ye are of your father, the devil. Isn't that amazing? You're of your father. He's not, he's not here saying it to this group of people. But he's saying to the people that were following him, to the people who wanted bread, to the people who wanted blessings, to the people who wanted all kinds of things, it's just, you know, it's just a, a gathering. It's a church. It's a service. And there are people, they gather around the message and they say, well, uh, you know, what is it to you? Well, it's, uh, it's just a place where I, it, it's a place where I go and, and, uh, I feel comforted because I've been to church. That's not why it's here. That's not what it's about. Jesus didn't pray, not my will, but thine be done. He didn't fall on his face just so people could have the comfort of having a church. I've had people say to me, well, I just want to go to church. I, I, uh, you know, they feel kind of relieved that they've been to church. That's not what it's about. There, how, how many people gather in colonies or in... I, I just listened to a program here recently and they, they go to church about three times a day. A day. They just go to church. And they feel that that's... Well, I've done my duty. That's not what it's about. He he didn't fall on his face to make it possible for us to go to church or say, I'm a believer, or they're in the message. That's not what it's about. He didn't fall on his face, say, oh, Father, not my will, but thine be done. He fell on his face because of that seed life that was in him. That was going to go out. It was going to reach out to others, other sons and other daughters of God. You can't stop it. A light goes on. And I thank God there's somebody there that can turn on the light. Somebody can come right to the verse, to the scripture. And uh, and that light, he doesn't say, now I'm going to turn on light. But he speaks something, and a light explodes within you. You didn't ask it to explode. It just did. You didn't even ask to hunger for it, but you do hunger for it. You hunger for it, and it does something. It does something beyond description. I want to say to you, 
as a father. I have my youngest daughter here, but my others. One called this morning early and said, I, uh, I, put, I put my name up, but they're filled up, and so I can't get to come. It's nice to have seed, children of God, so I can say to Father, Father, of course I didn't know uh, what they were to become. I didn't know, I didn't give them the hunger. I didn't give them the desire for you. I didn't do that. You had to initiate that. You had to bring that upon them. You had to call them. You had to draw them. And only your presence can satisfy them. And friends, you may have relatives. You may have friends. You may have family that are actually in that state. And I say to you, trust him, your father, and commit your family to him because he's the only one that can give them the birth and give them the life that comes from it. Amen. And so I I marveled at the scripture. I marveled at it because there were obviously God spoke and it came forth and it brought forth of its own kind. I think that's really outstanding. And the songwriter that says, to be like Jesus, to be like Jesus, all I ask is to be like him. God gave me a song some years ago. I may have, uh, I think I know my daughter sang it, but it goes like this. Jesus went to a garden, but he went not alone. For he took with him another three. And when the weight of my sin began to press him there, then he said, watch and pray with me. Oh, watch and pray with me. And I was very touched and moved when I heard some of the messages just recently. And friends, I feel that God is saying to us, we've arrived at a time, watch and pray. Here we've got many empty seats, and we've got people out there on the, that are streaming that are begging to come 
and deacons, faithful deacons, running to the door. I've seen them go outside to talk to some people who came up. Why did they come up? Because they don't want to come to church. It's not just church, merely. We want to come in and say, what is he, what's Father going to say to us? Is he, maybe he's just going to say, I understand. I know where you're at. I know. I understand. Completely understand. I'm touched. I have a son-in-law, Joanne's Joanne's husband. He's in a serious operation starting tomorrow. He's been getting ready. And he was four and a half hours in operation yesterday. You you don't want that kind of pain. You don't want that kind of... And he's in a serious operation that's never been conducted in Canada tomorrow. And so we pray for him. And this is an hour where God is saying, watch and pray with me. Because nothing that we endure or go through will touch when Jesus, my Lord, fell on his face and said, Father, nevertheless, not my will. If it's possible, let this cup pass from me. I can tell you, Joanne, if it's possible, he'd let this cup pass from Brother Tom and yourself. He would do that if he could. To Ella, he would let that cup pass from you. But there's a reason. He's our Father. And he brought you here for a special, specific reason. He allows us to endure the things that we endure to show that we are sons and daughters of the living God. We're not just churchgoers. We're not just people who do our duty and then we go on our way. No, we're not that. It's more than that. It's much more than that. And so he's saying to us, will you watch with me? Now, today, at this time, will you wait with me? I've been patient. I've been waiting on various ones. Will you watch with me? Will you pray with me? He's he's the one who said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Do you believe that? I do. Can I commit you to God? Heavenly Father, you are our Father. And we feel so indebted to you. We feel so touched by you. We feel the arms of your strength embracing us, 
holding us, sustaining us, oh God. We pray that you will bless not only those that are here and those that are gathered at the camp and those that will be streaming in the future. I pray that you will come to them, come to the room they are in, come to their very bedside. I pray, O oh God, you'll span the miles and bless your children, dear children, your children, our brothers and sisters in Christ around the globe. In China, remember them. In Africa, remember them. In Switzerland and in Europe, remember them, I pray, that you'll be near them. Sustain them in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. I wonder, Brother Nathan, would you have a song? I appreciate our brother Benjamin. I saw you walk to the piano on the screen. And I just thank God for your faithfulness. And Joanne, you're always here, you. You cast a real, uh, <clears throat> what shall I say, a air of responsibility. I feel, well, if they can be there, I can surely be there. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Nathan. If you. Hey, we can sing, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Brother Biscoll, I remember you singing that song at my place many years ago. Brother Tom and Sister Joanne were there. Somewhere I have it in my email. I'm going to try to find it. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings as eagles they shall run and not be weary they shall walk and not
to the throne of grace and closing prayer but there's a prayer request here for Sister Rice that called in for prayer for her husband Brother James Rice he's got double pneumonia and COVID and he's been admitted to the hospital and needs the Lord to intervene so we're going to take that need to the throne of grace Brother Tim comes aren't you glad the Lord Jesus as our brother Biscoe brought out so 
well that he was a man, but and he wanted, if it was possible, to bypass the cup, but he was willing to do the Father's will. And that was for a need just like this. It was for our needs. For our for revelation. For understanding. For the Lord to become real to us. So that he could come to us. He knew us and he loved us. And he went all the way for us. Amen. We'll sing that once more. And Brother Tim, I'll ask you to come. Oh, he knew. Aren't you glad you're on his mind? His mind is eternal. He can't lose you from his mind. You're always on his thoughts. Let's bow our heads together in a word of prayer. If you have a need this evening, this afternoon, why don't you just hold that before the Lord as we ask God to intervene for this situation and for many others. Heavenly Father, Lord, your word so ministers to our hearts, O God. Lord, we thank you for the gift that you put in this body, in Brother Biscoll, O God. We thank you for his life, his testimony, his ministry. But above all, we thank you for your grace and how you provide all these things. Lord, I think of your prophet saying, grace provided a prophet. Grace provided water from the rock. Grace provided manna from heaven, O oh God. Grace provides the church, pastors and evangelists and prophets and teachers and so forth, O oh God. It's your grace, Lord. And by your grace, Lord, we are saved. And Lord, if we can see you as our Savior, we can see you as our healer. For it's a double-sided covenant, as it were, Lord. It's a, it didn't just provide for our eternal benefit of salvation, but it provided knowing that we would need divine healing in this hour, O Lord, an hour of much weakness of the human flesh. You said that people would grow weaker, though wiser, O God. And we see weakness. And Lord, yet in the midst of our weakness, your strength is made perfect. And so Lord, we, so Lord, we ask for Brother Rice. We pray, O oh God, as our sister has written in, Lord, may your healing virtue go to him now. Lord, may it drive out this demon called COVID or whatever they want to call him, Lord. We ask that you'll strengthen his body and the body will reject the thing, O oh God. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth them out of them all. What does it matter one disease from another? Cancer is no different than a toothache, Lord. They're all the same. You are the God that heals all of our sicknesses and diseases. 
Lord, those that are in pain, raise them out of their pain, O God. Those that are in trouble, raise them out of their trouble, O Lord. We commit them. You see the hands that are raised. You see the commitments that are being made, O God. People that are needing you, Lord, we're asking you once again, may you remember them, Lord. We commit them into your hands. We thank you for this morning's service. We thank you for each and every one. We ask, Lord, your blessing as we go our way. Lord, may you go with each one. Lord, may you watch over us on the roads. And may you watch over us in the days ahead. And Lord, if you would grant it, Lord, we would be happy if you'd lift the restrictions. And allow your people to come back together around the throne of worship, O God. Lord, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your blessings. We commit ourselves to you in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Is it all right if I dismiss the people? Amen. Amen. God bless you. I wanted just to remind you, the service tonight at 4 o'clock, there will be streaming here at the church. Uh, The service will be live at the camp. God bless you. Greet one another from a distance. The service is dismissed in Jesus' name.